I must admit that this passage disturbs me. It is hard to believe that Jesus would treat human beings in this way. He was traveling in lands far from his home. The Tyrians were openly hostile to people of the Jewish faith, but Jesus had a mission. The Canaanite mother approached him. Jesus was dismissive. After completely ignoring her, he finally addressed her with a slur that the children of Israel reserved for Gentiles because Gentiles were considered to be unclean. Perhaps Jesus was ha just having a bad day. Perhaps Jesus was just being human. The Canaanite mother, desperate for help for her child, probably had tried everything and finally came to Jesus, the healer. After her first plea, Jesus walked away from her. After her final plea, she was rudely rebuffed, yet she persisted as would any desperate mother. However, she very cleverly turned the slur around and shocked Jesus out of his disdain. Extolling the mother's faith, Jesus cured her da daughter instantly. I could draw several parallels between this passage and our present context, but there is one that is clearer to me than the others. I'm speaking of state-sanctioned violence against people of color, most notably black males in the United States. This type of violence is as old as this nation is, and maybe older. This violence can be said to be a demon that is vexing a vulnerable population who have, among other things, been stolen, enslaved, torn from their children, whipped, lynched, dis disenfranchised, incarcerated, disadvantaged, and yes, tormented for centuries. The carnage continued when patty rollers killed, the killed and maimed the enslaved, when the Klan and other good citizens lynched free black men, women, and children, and today when police terrorize black families by taking or killing their sons and daughters. Like the Canaanite mother, those of us who fear for the lives of our children have raised a desperate cry for justice and healing. And like the Canaanite mother, our cries have been ignored. When we were heard, our pleas have been rebuffed and minimized, even after the advent of the phone camera. The evidence presented by cameras shows police beating and tasing and shooting and killing unarmed human beings. Many responses to this evidence have been glib and insensitive. The nation has said, well, he must have done something. Or, why didn't he just do what the officer told him? Or, the officer said she feared for her life. Or, we don't know all the facts. Like the Canaanite mother, countless anguished black mothers have been rebuffed for seeking justice for their murdered children. 
The Black Lives Matter movement gained steam and recognition despite the insensitive retort, but all lives matter. It seems ridiculous to even have had to create a phrase like Black Lives Matter. The statement needed to be explicitly said and owned. The evidence is strong that black lives don't matter because the nation ignored the car carnage or felt paralyzed by it. Like the Canaanite mother, the young people of this nation turned it around on those who act and feel as if black people don't matter or that they don't matter enough to get riled up about. Colin Kaepernick decided to take our complaint to a national audience. He and others associated with, Black with the Black Lives Matter movement participated in protests which were poignant and peaceful. But the nation saved its outrage for a perceived disrespect of the, of the American flag, not for the unarmed dead. The, prote the protesters were reviled and some were robbed of their livelihoods. This is because the unarmed dead are largely considered by this nation to be dogs and for them there is no justice, there is no healing. I don't understand the message in this passage. It's so hard to believe that Jesus would be so cruel. But Jesus heard the mother's response to his name calling. The nation heard the response to the killing of George Floyd. Perhaps this nation will finally care about the reality of the lives of black people in this country. Those of us who have cried out in desperation against this injustice have received neither healing nor justice. However, just like the Canaanite mother, we persist, we persevere. Perhaps the murder of Floyd will truly be a catalyst that shocks the nation out of its disdain and silence. As the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King once said, there comes a time when silence is betrayal. The Canaanite mother asked and Jesus finally heard. The outpouring of support from people of all persuasions, young and old, is heartening. It seems that some have heard and more are listening. But why is it taking so long? What was different about the murder of George Floyd? Was it the way in which he was murdered? Was it that blank look of nothingness in the officer's face as he squeezed the life out of Floyd? It's hard to know. But what I do know is that we have come to a watershed. We must keep pushing. We must keep agitating. Every voice must be lifted to end this scourge on the nation. We must continue to, to demand justice. We must continue to move our feet. On a personal note, I have never been poorly treated by the police. However, I have experienced the fear. When my two youngest siblings were teenagers, my mother sent them to the store to get milk and bread. 
While they were there, a policeman came in and accosted them asking, are your parents here? Wide-eyed, they said no. He, frisks, he frisked them both and then explained that he was looking for two youth who had been shoplifting in a nearby store. He didn't find anything on my brother and sis sister. They lived in a small white suburb in South Jersey. That evening, my mother, who was a highly educated, light-skinned woman with straight hair, had the mayor and the chief of police in her living room to answer for themselves that night. It never happened again.